0: Hashtag SAFM Eighteen minutes before four o'clock. We're in conversation next with the Premier of KwaZulu-Natal, Nomusa Tube Ngube, uh, following the SIU's announcement that uh, President Cyril Ramaphosa has authorized the unit to investigate allegations of maladministration in the affairs of the office of the Premier in KwaZulu-Natal. Premier Nomusa Tube Ngube says her office will cooperate fully with the SIU. However, though, she has denied claims that uh, she is being probed for wrongdoing, arguing that the proclamation clearly states that it covers allegations of unlawful and improper conduct that took place between the 1st of April 2007 until the 29th of July 2023, and therefore it is not targeted um, the Premier personally. The Premier now joining us on the line. Premier, what do you make, though, that um, the dates of that investigation also includes the period where you were elected as Premier of the province?
1: Um. Uh, thank you. Good afternoon, Adrian, and to your listeners. I think we need to put this into context. And I think the spokesperson of the SIU yesterday um, did put this matter into context. Um, the matter um, on, the, on the proclamation, the terms of reference of the SIU investigations are very clear, Adrian, that it is the matters that happened between 2007 and 2008, uh, even the matters that are referred to there are the matters related to that. However, because the proclamation was issued um, now and today, it has to state the date of now because it can't say that um, this proclamation was issued in 2007 when it was actually not issued in 2007. I also want to say um, it's very disingenuous, Adrian, for those who are now uh, peddling the narrative that um, our office is being investigated now. When the SIU um, approached our office, it was on the background that the office of the premier, even as far as 2018, they did a forensic investigation on this matter that is being probed. And there is a report that is available that the SIU needed to have access to that report so that they can also have a, a, you know do their own investigations. So we know about the matter that they are referring to. They are not referring to the matters um, that um, are, are actually happening now. Even if they were referring to the matters that are of um, you know happening now, we know that there are no. Issues of maladministration, the AG would have picked it up. Anybody else, any other institution would have picked it up. So we do want to put it on record, Adrian, um, that when the, the, the Office of the President, even last year, Remember that the president cannot sign the proclamation unless the premier of that province has has been consulted. We were consulted and we even included other matters in that terms of reference that we thought they were not included because we're also interested to know more about what happened on that matter. So I really do want, um, you know, your listeners and and people of South Africa to understand that all of us are fighting one fight of reading our governments of maladministration and corruption. And there is nothing to hide on this matter. Um, you know, SIU spokesperson uh, put it into context, even yesterday, he is on record as having said that the matter covers uh, matters related 2007-2008 financial years.
0: And then the, the, the proclamation itself, what sort of um, allegations are you looking at here? Um, what, what, what are the allegations that are to be investigated and what else did you add on to that proclamation?
1: well the the investigation covers the projects that uh, happened in two thousand and seven, two thousand and eight. Um, and And it needed to investigate um, how those ma- those monies were spent, how the procurement of the services was done and the uh, service provider that provided services, how they were procured. What we added into that, we added the, the elements related to the conduct of the staff members that were responsible for that particular project because you, you can probe, um, you know, service providers and anything, but if you do not also look at what were the witnesses in the system, we're not going to be able to uh, get to the bottom of the issues, but also we, we need um, to have um, consequences and also to to help our administration to, to close whatever weaknesses that might still be in the system. So it's important that when we look at the matters, we can also see that perhaps it's important to also look at those matters. And, um, and, and we are ready actually to work with the SIU so that whatever documentation they need related to those projects, um they are able to get and and i mean they would not even probe those issues today because those matters do not exist today so really for somebody to say the office is being probed um it's really really disingenuous um adrian because the matters that are in this proclamation even if you can read it yourself they relate to what happened there and the matters that have included to say also look at the conduct of those people that were responsible those are the matters that we're also interested in because if those officials are still in the in the in the department or they're still in the administration, there has to be consequences to those matters.
0: So so is this the two hundred million that was allocated towards a drought relief?
1: Um no, no, no. It is was it the matter related to uh, the project of um operation Sake, which is a project that deals with the ward committees um, and it deals with the uh, some community projects um it it's got nothing to do with the issues of uh, of water it's it's a, it's a project uh, that uh, that relates to the programs that were done uh, uh, within uh, the community ward committees and, and ward
0: councils. Yeah. So, so you said that there were investigations that were done already and there are reports oh. and the SIU wanted access to those reports. Have oh. you made those reports public?
1: Um, those reports have been made uh, public previously, um, Adrian. Um, Yes, we have also made it um, available to the SIU even before um, they had to go for the proclamation because for them to use those documents um, they need to have the, 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 the empowerment or, or the empowering legislation, which is a proclamation. So no. that is why they have to have the proclamation. So,
0: so beca- I'm asking this because the IFP in the statement that they've issued, I don't know if you've seen it. Um, they say that there are reports that ha- have been under wraps um, since the tenure of Willis Mkunu when he was the Premier of the province. The forensic investigation into the 200 million rand allocated towards drought relief. A forensic uh, report commissioned in 2012 by by MEC Misha Khatebe the former agriculture um MEC of uh, 60 million rand then a report into irregularities of corruption in Mzumkulu local municipality.
1: Well the IFP will be talking um, you know as I don't know whether it's called blue lights um in that there's never been an investigation uh, on on the drought relief um we've clarified that matter not once hundred times and even going to the legislature where all the documentation were put before the committees which the ifp by the way sit in those committees but because it now favors the ifp to use those matters for campaigning purposes um it, they found it uh you know convenient to now twist the matters. There are no reports that were under wraps. In fact, it is it should have been the IFP itself, if because they've been part even of the apartheid government, um, to tell us if there are any reports that are under wraps. And I can show you, Adrian, that uh, none of the political parties would have agreed to have any reports that would be under wrap once the reports have been completed investigation reports, they are, um, you know, put before the committees because those people need to face consequences and government always also needs to recover uh, whatever monies that would have been, uh, you know, spent illegally or, or, or if there was maladministration. Um, the reports um, that they're talking about that was done by the then uh, Mesheq Hadabe. those reports were long uh, published, um, Adrian, um, including um, that other report that they're talking about. So really, um, for them to, to, to use this platform now and actually deceive the public, um, I would find even uh, people that they need to go to record, um, even the legislature itself. I would want the legislature to come up up front to actually tell the people of Kezaran and the people of South Africa that actually what the IFP is saying it, it's not true.
0: Yeah. There We're, are
1: leaders who are not being truthful, uh, you know, in the matters that they are talking about.
0: Okay. Um, quickly, um, Premier, on the CFO, as well as the supply chain manager, they've been suspended. Um, are they suspended on pay, on full pay?
1: Unfortunately, Adrian, they are suspended on, on pay. But what has happened is that they are now working in the government. Uh, what the government is done it, it, because the reason why they, they were suspended uh, without pay, and then they went to the labour court and they won the case in labour court because, um, the labour relations act as well as the constitution does not allow government um to actually hold somebody else's salary unless that person has been found guilty. So they are um, they are not in the office of the premier. They are working within the government space, but they are not working within the environment where they are responsible for finances because of the cases that are still going on. Sorry.
0: So, so there are still investigations against them uh, relating to 20, uh, 24 million rand catering tender, and now they've been shipped to different departments, so they're still working for the state while this investigation is still ongoing?
1: It's actually not even an investigation as a court case, Adjin are in court um for them to go and answer uh for for for, for their cases but didn't but but at
0: didn't the case at an government do its own investigation and its own disciplinary process
1: yes it did it was on the basis of that investigation Adrian, that the case government then went and opened the case with the police so that they can also be charged criminally. And then what then happens again is that there was also a disciplinary um, so that you can then remove them officially out of the system. So during the disciplinary, when you, because they were suspended and then they were not paid. So during the disciplinary um, hearing, which is um, not completed, they um, skipped the disciplinary and they went to the labor court. And the Labor Court um, has found that they should uh, not be uh, without pay, they should be paid because that's what the Labor Relations Act say, because that's what the Constitution say. But also what we then has done as government is that we cannot allow for people to sit at home while they are enjoying government money. Rather, you have them working um no um in in whatever other work so that at least they they get that money having done some work instead of paying them while uh, they're not doing anything sitting at home and we are in a cash 22 situation unfortunately as i say that we had um suspended them without pay but the labor court's judgment actually forced the government's hands to say pay these people because the law say you must pay them. But what we've done then is that because they were on suspension, they had to then come back. If they are to be paid, they must come back and work like any other person. So,
0: Premier, at what point do you decide whether or not they should be fired? Because now you've opened a case against them, a criminal case against huh. them. Um, you, you, you've tried to suspend them. They've been reinstated. But then also they are working.
1: Mm. Yeah, they are working, Adrian, because it's either you 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 pay them while sitting at home or you pay them while they are at work, because that's what the laws of South Africa requires us to do. And at the, at what point do you then expel them? It's at the point when we can then have the court decision in our hand, the criminal case, um, that we can then say you've been charged criminally, but also it's at the point when our own um, disciplinary um, case is finalized. And unfortunately, um, some of the workers know how to forge the system because if they see that they're not happy with the, the process that is going through the disciplinary and all of that, they jump to the labor court. And while there is still a process, and the Labour Court has got its own processes, and unfortunately, as a government, we've got to yeah. abide by the laws of the country. But,
0: but the, but the Labour Court doesn't stop a, a disciplinary hearing from going ahead and a finding being made from that disciplinary hearing and a decision being made whether to fire the people or not.
1: Definitely. It, the, so, the, so, so, the disciplinary so, so why has it taken
0: stopped. so long, Premier? In uh, 2020, they were suspended and still the, the D.C. is still on?
1: the DC is still on because they would um, they would be sick um, they would uh, uh, they would have lawyers wanting more details and the lawyers would want this and they would want that and uh, and and that's the that's the nature of the monster that we are facing um, that we have raised it um, in terms of our legislation that our legislation needs to change because we cannot have people we've got an investigation that, that said these people have done something wrong. you take them through the, 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 the you know the disciplinary. you're going on with the disciplinary. they use other laws of the courts. The other part of the of the laws are still not being able to prosecute them because the case is still in court and uh, we, we, we have to go with the, what, what, what the laws are saying. If we had our way, like we've, de- we've done before, we've suspended them without pay, and we thought we're done with it because we, we, we've also put something that say, even if at the end of that uh, labor process, that disciplinary, if it is found, that indeed um you have breached the law you would have to pay all this money back to the state because we cannot allow people um to use um the laws and some weaknesses in the laws um yeah. for their own uh, uh, means
0: how do you know that they are not using their powers and their influence to also influence contracts and how tenders are being awarded because they are still the same individuals who still carry some level of 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 influence even though they are not in those positions that they were in before.
1: Oh uh, no, Adrian, they are not, because they are they are not in the in the line of work that um, allows them to be in anywhere near the finances. Yeah,
0: but they can like influence they, the other happen. people.
1: No, they can't, because they're not even in the same department. They are in the different departments of government. And they're not allowed, even in those departments, they're not allowed to serve in an environment that can make them come anywhere close to signing of anything related to finances or financial issues.
0: Okay, thank you so much for your time. That is the Premier of KwaZulu Natal, uh, Nomusa tubengube on the SIU proclamation um, that has been signed. But-